Welcome back. I'm Richard. This is the Rich Bits Podcast. Today, we're going to follow the Quick Bits Podcast format. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and other major podcasting platforms. As always, we're presented by 511 Media Group. You can also find us on YouTube. We are on the 511 Media Group channel. Type in the words 511 Media Group, 5-F-I-V-E, 11 Media Group. Click the icon. Make sure you subscribe to all future episodes and videos. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and click that like button. Tell us what you liked about the episode. Or don't. All right, so typically I work about 60 hours a week. I don't have much downtime. Up early, go to bed late, oftentimes fall asleep uh, sitting at my desk. But sleep's overrated, and I get it. I mean, your body needs sleep (laughs) most of the time. I am walking that thin line between hopped up on caffeine and, uh, holy shit, I'm tired. Well, when we moved into our office last year, our corporate office last year, I made sure that we had a pull-out couch in the office just in case I got tired in the middle of the day. I mean, you need to rest. Turns out, though, as of late, I get an overwhelmingly... Uh, an overwhelming uh, feeling of being tired in the middle of the day. And so if I'm sitting at my desk catching up on paperwork and I don't have any distractions, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep. And so I move over to the couch, grab a quick 30-minute nap. Makes me feel like a new man. I know they practice this uh, in a lot of foreign countries. Uh, Mexico has siesta. Uh, overseas, they do a lot of 20-minute power naps. And out in San Francisco, in the uh, Silicon Valley area, the tech companies have started putting up um, sleep rooms. Uh, they're little pods where people sign up for 15, 20-minute stints in the afternoon, and they go in and sleep. And I got to tell you, it feels great. That 20-minute power nap in the afternoon feels wonderful. So, <clears throat> um, but this happens at home sometimes. And uh, often on the weekends when my wife and I don't have much planned and I'm working on paperwork or organizing stuff at my desk, um, you know, I just, I I I tend to take a quick power nap in the afternoon. But this past Sunday, I'm opening my mail, sorting through some paperwork and half paying attention to whatever was on the TV. And I suddenly felt exhausted. And normally I'll just stay in my chair. But Last three weeks, even though Sunday is a chance to sleep in and recharge the batteries, we're coming up on baseball season, and we've started practices in the morning. And we get in a good 75 minutes or so of hitting and pitching, fielding, and then I come back home for lunch. So here I am sitting at my desk trying to stay awake. Um, I used to sit on the couch and watch golf on a Sunday afternoon, but as much as I will enjoy watching golf, it will put me right to sleep. So even though I'm not above sleeping at my chair with my feet up on the chair or ottoman next to me, I sometimes just want to lay in bed and take a good nap. Now, this Sunday, this past Sunday, that was the case. I just couldn't sit in my chair. I needed to go get under the covers, pull the blankets up, and have a good 30 to 60-minute power nap. 
Now, I've been married for a long time, and I know the key to a happy marriage is asking your spouse every now and then to take a nap. I know, it leads to cuddling, which leads to sex, and everybody's happy. But that day, this past Sunday, I just really wanted to take a nap. And I wanted her to join me. Not because of all of that. I just wanted somebody in the bed to keep me warm. So I started dropping hints every few minutes. Hey, um, going to take a nap. You want to take a nap with me? And so for 15 minutes, I did everything I could to get her in there. She wasn't having it. So she stayed downstairs. I went into our room, put something boring on the TV, got into bed. I was out in a minute and a half. But here's where everything went wrong. Not 20 minutes after I'm into my afternoon slumber. And by the way, the nap was fantastic so far. My wife comes in the bedroom and gets into bed. Now, normally I'm like, oh, that's great. That's what I wanted originally. But what I didn't want was the three dogs climbing into bed with us. I love dogs just like the next guy. I love my dogs. The older my dogs get and the bigger assholes they become, the more intolerant I become of them being around me. We have a one we have a one year old Doberman. Her name's Roxy. She absolutely runs the house now. She's a royal fucking pain in the ass when the window was open. And they were open on Sunday. So instead because it was fifty something degrees outside. So instead of being in a peaceful cocoon. The dog started jumping off the bed every two minutes, running down the stairs and barking at the kids next door because, you know, kids are playing outside, making noise. But she did this every two minutes. So instead of peace and quiet, snuggling with my wife, I'm now in the middle of complete chaos because the older two dogs now are apparently as dumb as fuck and... The Doberman has trained them to run down the stairs and bark at something they can't see yet. So I turned to my wife and told her and the dogs to get the hell out. All I wanted to do was take a nap. Literally, that's all I wanted to do. And I was dog-ass tired, (laughs) no pun intended, from a long week, morning of exercise, and I simply wanted peace and quiet. And I wanted some shut-eye. So what do you think happens when they leave? Of course. Now, I'm wide awake. Wide awake. And I'm still tired. And I'm crabby now. Because that's what happens. You take a nap in the afternoon on a Sunday, and you get crabby. According to my wife, that's what happens. And now, I'm listening to these little shits outside the window, screaming and yelling like they're in a bar, and they can't hear each other. Now, I used to like kids. No, I still do. But the older I get, the less tolerant of these kids that I become. They're unruly. They run around with little regard for anything around them. You know the type. These are the kids that run around a restaurant and yell and scream, right? Or the kid in the bar last week when I'm having dinner with a couple of friends and he's talking over everybody else at the table. He's constantly leaning back in his chair. Bam. Kid falls backwards on the floor, squeals with laughter. Thought it was so funny. He gets up. Starts the shit all over again. Falls backwards. The mother says something like, don't do that. Stop leaning back in the chair. Not two seconds later. Bam. Chair hits the floor again. 
And these children are being raised today by these parents who don't say, enough, stop it, get your ass in the chair. Well, these are the neighbor kids, and I'm not exaggerating. They try to out-yell and out-scream each other at every opportunity when they're outside. It's hard to keep any window in my house open because that's all we hear is the sound of these little kids running around and screaming at each other. If it were my kids, and I can't underscore this enough, it's because they're literally yelling and screaming. They're not playing. It's not the sounds of kids being kids and playing in the yard and being happy. I would literally tell them to shut the hell up and stop screaming because apparently their tone-deaf parents don't realize how they've raised these children to be little assholes. I see other kids in other houses playing like normal children. People come to our house and they hear them outside and wonder what the hell's going on. What's all the yelling and screaming about? Well, it's just the damn neighbor kids. There's a saying somewhere that children should be seen and not heard. And I couldn't agree more when it comes to my neighbor kids. That wraps up this episode of the Rich Bits Quit Bits. Till next time, remember, the key to a rich life is happiness and great pizza.